again, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Game Pass Grab Bag, your weekly podcast reviewing games from the Game Pass Collection, bringing you three unique perspectives of varying skill range. I am the crotchety old rancher who yells at the kids to stay off his property. Andrew, with me are Slime Keith, who you should never feed because he leaves his plorts all over the floor. <laughs> That's me. Hello. I, so you accepted that intro? You first didn't like it. I mean, I still don't like it. But I don't know. I didn't have anything better to say, so... Wait, what was the other one I came up with? Hold on. Oh, how about this one, then? And, of course, with me is Keith, the one who thought Slime Rancher was actually a salad dressing. No, I liked your first one better. Okay. Keep you can all. leave all that in. Yeah. Yeah, keep it all in there. And then, of course, our Walker, Texas Rancher, Liz. That gives me so much joy. Hey, guys. <laughs> you were the only one I actually really thought of first, that I was like, crap, I couldn't think of our intros. <laughs> I struggled with the intros this week. You did fantastic. I was going to say, you should be yelling at the slimes to get off your lawn. That, that is true. But as you all can probably guess, this week was another listener pick. So thank you so much for our longtime listener, Chaos and Passion, who recommended it, Slime Rancher by Monomi Park. I hope I pronounced that right. Monomi. Monomi. Mo- Monomi. One of those. But Slime Rancher is a first-person property management game where you will play you play Beatrix LeBeau a plucky young rancher who sets off for a life thousand light years away on the far far range where she tries her hand at making a living wrinkling slimes but anyway Liz our listener specifically picked this game for you Mm -hmm. so I am starting with you was this a game or pass for you for me it was a game my big problem with the game by the way at the beginning like the first I don't know how many hours I put into it but I was addicted like, it's very rare that through the day I'm, like, trying to, like, sneak away and find time to play the game. And um, I thoroughly enjoyed it. But for me, like, I – there was something missing. Like, I, I hit a wall. And I w- wish that I had been, like, maybe upgrading the gun to get more advanced slimes or just – I didn't feel the momentum after many hours of playing it. So it it's a lot of fun. And I'm so glad that I played it. And uh, maybe I'll go back to it. But I kind of hit a wall and stopped playing. But, yes, I really did like the game. So it's a game for me. Um, well, so I had played this game many, many moons ago. I think I had actually downloaded it when it was early access, played it for a bit, but didn't want to pay for it. So I let it alone. And then I ended up getting it when it came on Games with Gold. And I put a lot of hours in this game. So going back even to when I played it then and when I played it now, I think it's definitely a game. I do agree with Liz, though, that there is a certain point where the game kind of hits a wall when you're playing it. But they've added some things that we'll talk about that I think really more than make up for it. And I think it's a really great game. Yeah, uh, I'm about on the same page as you guys. I really liked it. This is you know, definitely a game for me. But yeah, I, I felt the same way where there was just a point where it just the game did become a bit stagnant. But from what I played, I played quite a bit of it. I really liked it. And I'm in the same boat as you, Keith. Uh, well, you, like, bought it in, like, early access. I got it when it was Games for Gold. So that was, like, a year ago or so, probably longer. Can't quite remember. But when I played it then, I enjoyed it. But I didn't care for it as much. But now that I actually sat down and focused on it, and, yeah, there's new stuff added to it, I thought it's a lot of fun. It's really simple, really relaxing, and you should ch- you should check it out. So, starting off with the story, as I said, you are playing Beatrix LeBeau. Keep, I keep wanting to say LeBeau, but it's LeBeau. Yeah. LeBowski. That's how you 
um, yeah. spell bow, like the boy name. So you are a young girl who decided to come out to the far planet, which they just called Far Far Range. Like that is legitimately the name of it, which that was kind of lazy. But yeah, you go to this <laughs> planet that is literally inhabited by slimes. In fact, I think it's even made of slimes. And you are just becoming a rancher and you're collecting slimes. You feed them. So they produce these plorts, which is essentially just slime poop. You collect them and you sell them on a market and you kind of rinse and repeat. But you are picking up the trail of the former owner of the ranch. So you're kind of seeing these notes being left around, going around, reading them as he's figuring out, you know, what some of these areas are, what these slimes are doing. And you're kind of understanding his story. And at the same time, you're also getting these emails from a former friend, lover from Earth who, you know, is just kind of keeping up with you and keeping tabs and seeing how you're doing. So overall, though, what did you guys think of the story? I mean, I thought it was pretty cliche, generic. You show like for any of these style of like building or base management, property management, whatever you want to call it type of games, you know, in my time at Porsche, Stardew Valley. It, you always start out with, hey, this is yours now, and you seem to follow the path of the person who had it before you, whether it was a family member or, in this case, just some guy, I guess. Um, yeah, I don't think you so relate I, to him at all. Yeah, and so I, I felt like it was just sort of the same old, same old in a lot of ways. And then as far as the story goes, where it's really driven a lot by the emails, I didn't find myself overly invested in them. Um, I'd scan through them when I got them, but I, I didn't really care. And without spoilers, the ending was dumb. Oh yeah. The it's just very dumb. dumb. <laughs> um, I didn't, I didn't care for that. So all in all the story, bleh, it, it existed, but the gameplay again is fun enough that it's worth picking up for that. I think because at the beginning, unless I'm wrong, you don't really meet the characters that you're communicating with, or like, I mean, you see a picture, I think, yeah, of you, some people, but you don't meet them at all. Yeah, I don't, I didn't really get that investment, and I tried to read things along the way, but I don't think that it gave me enough to really care too much. So for me, I just eventually stopped reading this stuff. Yeah. See, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pull a Liz card here, and where it, what the game needed was a couple cutscenes. Is when you got these emails from like you know, your former friend cohort of, of whatever sorts that they are, even if it was just like one of those like still images fading in and out as it read you the email, sort of like call of the sea when you were reading your letters from your, from your husband, it, it would just be nice to have a little bit of context. Like, Hey, that's, they're talking about this trip. They wanted together. Just show me a picture of them laughing and enjoying themselves or something like that. Would have made it more investing. Yeah. See, I'm, I'm actually going to go out and say and pull a key theory that I just thought the story sucked. <laughs> I I did not care for it at all. <laughs> and for me, this was such a huge missed opportunity. So we've obviously played a couple of property management games. He said, you know, My Time in Porsche, uh, Stardew Valley. Well, now it's not Game Pass. No. Me and Liz played a lot of. But those games, like, you actually... Stardew, did we? No. It was never on Game Pass. No, but I mean... We did Graveyard Keeper. Oh, that's Ooh. true. That's another one. But, well, that's also another case of point, though. Uh, Graveyard Keeper did kind of the same thing where you actually see these characters, you're understanding their stories and their tales, but in Slime Rancher, you don't get that. You just, you see a, like a cardboard cutout of the person through an email saying, Hey, I'm studying slimes. Give me these various slimes. But whenever the game would load, sometimes it would give you snippets about them. Like, Oh, so-and-so used to, you know, be a CEO of a fast food restaurant 
and now he's into healthy stuff. Like that's where you would get more of the information. But it was like such a missed opportunity. You're not actually building relationships with these people. You're not really understanding their histories or nor do you really care. Like it doesn't matter at all. You can't have a relationship with them. You're, you're just texting through emails. And then, yeah, I fully agree with you, Keith. You're getting these emails about this person back on Earth. And uh, why do I care? I, I Like, why do I care about this person? I, I fully agree, Keith. Yeah, if they showed you pictures and, like, because they're talking about these memories and it's like, well, I didn't experience this memory. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> is this supposed to make me feel? Because I don't feel anything. They're talking about how they went on a date at a taco restaurant. It's like, okay, cool. Congrats. What kind of tacos? <laughs> I don't even know. But yeah, if, I agree, Keith. If they, if they showed like a cutscene or something, maybe I'd have been invested to it. But yeah, it was just that sucked. I feel like because even, oh, go ahead. Even a voice, yeah. It, like like for what's his name, Hobson. You know, give me some crotchety old man voice. At least that's how I kind of read it when I was when I was reading them. Like, just give me a voiceover or something. Yeah. And I know it's a very I, we we kind of use this all the time. It's a very small studio, so I'm sure it was a cost measure. I don't know, but. I don't know. Have the people who work there do it. Some bad voice acting would have been better than what they had. Yeah. I feel like, too, I mean, it would have been easy to make a more interesting story. Like, she could have been trying to find him. I mean, they do have, like, the more dangerous slimes and stuff and, like, had clues and you're opening these more dangerous areas and maybe have, like, a gun that, like, fights slimes or something. But, yeah, for me, I was, I, these people, and then, like, you were also meeting people that wanted different things from you, but it was always just the same stuff. Yeah. Like, this guy wants chickens, and it's like, I guess I have some extra chickens. Like, I'll just give you some chickens for stuff that I don't want or need. Like, so for me, like, even those people, I was just like, ugh. Yeah, I, I didn't care to do the missions because it's like, yeah, you get paid maybe some ingredients and, like, 500 coins, which, like, that's, like, pennies. So I'm just like, I don't care to do this. I'm not, like, gaining relationship points with you in, like, my time in Porsche. So what do I care if I do your mission? I don't know. I, I just thought the story was such a huge mission opportunity. And yeah, I, I agreed with you, Keith. The ending was just awful. I did not like the ending. There was like no redeeming grace to it. Because for me, like I'm not building a relationship with these people. I don't care about these people. And then it's just like the end. I don't know. It was such a disappointment. But what isn't a disappointment, though, is the gameplay. And I will say the gameplay, I think, is just really relaxing and fun. I think at the beginning I had a little bit of trouble because they're not too handholdy. So I was making hybrids, but I kept for some reason accidentally making them with like the regular pink slime ones. And so I was like having to get a lot more chickens and like meat and like veggies and all that stuff, like way more than I needed. So then I like redid the whole thing. And that's when... I mean, I did like the gameplay, but that's when it kind of got monotonous where it's like you have your uh, your plants that you're growing yourself and you're, you get the fertilizer so everything's growing fast enough and you're just constantly feed the slimes, get the plorts, build something to teleport and then go around, collect more slimes, make more hybrids. And that's when it kind of got enough. Yeah. Once you're doing well, that's when I thought the game got boring. When it's like, okay, I don't need any more money. I got all the resources, the slimes that I need. Then I was like, okay, now it's just the grind. So the game. Well, was- so I do agree, 
But on one token, and this is something I I actually had forgotten about coming back to the game that Andrew reminded me about, but you get into the whole science stuff, and and I think that that changes the way you focus on it. Like you stop worrying maybe more so much about money and getting plorts. Well, you still need to get the plorts and everything, but money becomes a different focus, and you kind of you worry about the different parts you get, and it's. Well, I'm not saying it's like game changing. Wow, this is incredible now. It does help shake things up at least a little, I think. True, but like I feel like at that point, like I'm still getting the same materials from the same things that I'm building. So, for instance, if I get the drill, I'm getting the materials to make something else, and I'm just creating the same things to get the same things. Um, so for me, I just like I enjoyed it at first, but then I was just like, oh yay, more wild honey. <laughs> So, the gameplay is a first-person kind of shooter. It's it's first-person. You you have a vacuum backpack with only four slots, which we'll get into that a bit because I know that annoyed both of you guys <laughs> as well. But, yeah, you vacuum up the slimes, put them in your backpack, and you have preset areas on your ranch where you can build corrals, which that was kind of a disappointment for me. I didn't feel like there was a lot of customization you could do. But, yeah, you can create hybrids as Liz said if you you can mix two types of slimes to create a large slime and it'll essentially kind of give you like double the plorts when you feed them but yeah I I was the same as you Liz where I felt like I was more just trying to maintain my farm and I'm like well I need to go out and explore and try to find more slimes do more of the story but well I gotta feed these people now oh these just grew I gotta you know pull these up the food and give it to this slime and it was just a lot of constant maintaining and yeah, as Key said, you do eventually unlock the slime science, which is like regular science, but with slime. You create these like little gadgets and you can even create a drone to kind of help you around the ranch. But they were not that great because they could only stay in one small area. So they didn't cut down my tedious tasks. Like for me, it's like, why not be able to put the plants in with the slimes at some point and like have the ports actually like go, you can choose to sell them or do like... 2080 or 5050 for like research or whatever so for me i just like yeah i'd come back and i'd be like oh i got completely full of poop (laughs) and i like too that there was one point where you had forgotten something and i was so proud of myself for remembering that you could uh put a slime in with a different plort so like for instance like there's a semi-invisible slime that's hard to get and i always found him when he was a hybrid so then when you find a plort, you can just combine them and you'll get the plorts. So it'll be like a hybrid. So that was a proud moment. <laughs> I love these are always your highlights almost every week. A moment where either A, I screw up or B, you teach me something or like come up with an idea. Well, the thing is, I'm sure you probably knew it, but you forgot. You're like, oh, I just found the plort. Like I need to make the, I need to get one of the slimes. And I was like, make a hybrid. <laughs> I love, I love how proud you get for it. Thank you, babe. I mean, you I mean honestly, I I can't blame her. And I think back <laughs> of the times of you laughing at me rushing through the Call of Duty training <laughs> training zones, which, mind you, were were hysterical. I mean, I, I was awful, but just the, hearing your laughter in the background and then being able to give you a gotcha, I I don't blame her. <laughs> Take those moments when you can. I, I'll give it to you. Thank you, Liz. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I was kind of disappointed. Like, it did get a little tedious near the end. Um, like I said, one of my biggest complaints was kind of the lack of customization for the ranch. You have your main ranch and you have these set plots and that's where you can actually build things. You can't just build things wherever you want. Everything's always kind of predetermined. 
So you go to one of the plots, you can either build a corral, you can build a garden, you can build like a chicken coop and um, an incinerator, a pond. You have just these few things you can build. Um, you and, can decorate it with ornaments, remember? Yeah, eventually you can, but like that's that even There's then so like many. it's not interesting. Like you're not really building anything. You're just saying, "Hey, I unlocked a stone pillar. Let me decorate by putting a stone pillar in a predetermined slot." It, it's just it's very minimal. It's not like you what you can do in my time at Porsche or Graveyard Keeper, where you're actually designing your property and creating it your making it your own. Eventually, you do also unlock things to upgrade your house, where you can change the color of it. But the colors were not that interesting. I also like one thing that bothered me, and it's something silly, but you're able to upgrade things like you know your jetpack and and stuff like that. And if they would once you bought everything, you would have to wait until you could buy something else. Like it wouldn't even tell you like how much it was. They, they, they just wouldn't give you the option. And for me, it's like make it like a stupid high price so that I at least know like how to get to it and like when and stuff. Did you guys notice that too? No. So, for instance, like your, <laughs> how like you can upgrade like how many like ports you can carry at one time. Yeah. So you would buy it. Yeah. But then I think you would have to reach like a certain level or something for it to pop up that you can purchase the next one. Oh, oh you're talking with the rewards club? Okay. No, no, no. I see what you're saying. So when you first start the game, yes, you can upgrade your character's backpack and stuff. There's a machine there, but you only see like five things you can do. Eventually, as you play the game, yeah, it was hard to figure out, is it triggered by time? Is it triggered by how much money you got? Because for me, I had so much money, and I was like, I would like to carry more things, please. Yeah, eventually, <laughs> yeah, a pop-up would appear on your screen saying, hey, this upgrade is now available. So, I mean, it's kind of like the same co complaint we had last week with uh, Deep Rock Galactic, where, yeah, there's a ton of cosmetics, but you don't see them. You can't see, like, what the requirements are. And so that's what this game did. Yeah, you can't or upgrade your gun and backpack more, but you don't see what they are or how to unlock them. It wasn't the locked pods, was it? I don't think it was because before I even unlocked any of them, like they would periodically come up that I could buy something. Yeah. It was always kind of like random because I'd be out in the wilderness and they'd be like, hey, you can buy the backpack or the jetpack now. I don't know what I did to trigger it, but it would appear. So I don't know if it was like in-game time or something like that. But yeah, it was kind of well, confusing. See, that's what I mean. That leads into another thing that I still don't understand is the so some of the things they've added in are these mini games. And those pop up seemingly randomly, too, yeah. because I, I still haven't gotten one of them to pop up at all. So unless there's some sort of trigger that I'm not aware of, I just haven't gotten one of them for some reason. Yeah, Andrew but it's out there. got one that I had um, after he got one that I didn't have. So it's like, why am I getting one before him, but not the other one that he already has? It was really weird. You're talking about like the electricity one yeah. where you skate <laughs> around. Yeah, I thought that was really weird. So those who've probably played this game a while ago, uh, there has been some patches and some new events. Uh, there's two new mini games that have been added. There's one called The Wilds, and the other one is called like Quicksilver Valley, something like that. But uh, Ochi's Manor. Yeah, well, that's the place that it is. But two of the characters in the game kind of give you an email saying, "Hey, come to this portal," and. The Wilds, which I think was the least interesting one, is you're essentially just going around this one specific area, and it's just filled with ferals, and you're just looking to collect this one fruit and deposit the fruit. It's just really basic. It's essentially the same game that you're kind of doing now. But my favorite one was the Quicksilver Valley, the Mochi Man, or whatever you want to call it. And there's this specific slime there called the Quicksilver Slimes, and they just run around on a track, and it's a timed event where you're basically running with them, shooting them with electricity, and they drop plorts. 
and you actually get paid pretty well with that mini game. But the upgrades for those mini games are really good, so they're really worth your time doing. But I also feel like I've been complaining. I've been complaining a lot about this game, but I actually legitimately did enjoy it. And I yeah, feel like I've too. just been really negative like so it, far. I feel like I sound negative, but yeah. I actually did like it. But Keith, which one did you not get? I couldn't get the wilds. I, it just never popped up for me. So I don't necessarily know what it's about, but I do agree the Quicksilver one was a ton of fun. Yeah. It was... I sucked at it. I don't know why we oh, yeah. struggled I mean, I told I, don't I wasn't great at it, but it was fun. I told Keith it just... the strategy is to not chase them, just to stand in one spot where they go into like a choke and just blast them. Oh. Yeah. And what I liked about it too is, is it, well, certainly it wasn't any, you know, action-packed first-person shooter style of, of, of gameplay, but it felt like, hey, I'm doing something a little different. Yeah. It auto-collected the little floor, the floors that you needed. You got different types of um, like special power-ups you could shoot. And yeah, you had to aim a little bit more than just, I don't know, suck up everything that's in front of you. So it, it just felt a little bit more engaging, and I, I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I am curious, though, because I was actually just looking on their website. Apparently, there's an update that I don't know if it was on the Xbox or if none of us has just out- unlocked it yet. It's called Victor's Experimental. It is. It is Victor's Slimulation. Is it? Yes. Because there's one achievement. There's two achievements I do not have. And one of them is to complete the Slimepedia. And that's what I found was, yeah, you have to get yeah Victor's area. And I think in order to do it, I think you just have to complete a mission for him. Like every day someone gives you an email. There's two people you can do a mission for and you pick who you want. If you do a mission for him, and I think you have to complete it. So I don't think I ever completed the mission for him because his missions were always annoying. You had to go out and collect specific slimes and give to him, which were just tedious. But, yeah, he eventually opens a portal up for you as well. And so, actually, yeah, I think there is a third mini game that I don't think any of us played because no, no it actually missions. Like, it's, it looks kind of fun, actually. Apparently, there's he has a slimulation, and there's a bunch of glitch slimes, and you have to run around yeah. and, and capture them. Well, now I feel like I got to go back and actually try that because I forgot to do that. <laughs> yeah, it actually, I'm looking at a clip of it right now. It looks kind of fun. So, anyways, yeah, that's that's a thing too. But I'm gonna be more positive in this game and explain what I did love about it. And for me, I loved just the simplicity of this game. It's nothing too complicated. It's really relaxing. You're just going up, sucking up slimes. You're never really in danger. Yeah, you do have health. Things can kill you, but it's really hard to die in this game. <laughs> But it's just the simple fact of just going, exploring this world, finding a new slime. Honestly, it kind of reminded me a little bit of like Pokemon, where, you know, there's certain Pokemon in kind of certain areas and they have these certain traits and things that they like. And you're not doing any of the battling, but it's like exploring the world of it. And this is their habitat. So I I do like the simplicity. Keith disagrees. But one thing, one thing that I think is too simple is the map. Like, I, for me, I was so frustrated where, like, there was, you know, those big giant slimes that you had to feed, and I couldn't remember where they were, and it's also, like, nothing's, like, labeled on the map unless you're there. It tells you, like, what part you're at, but I thought the map was just useless. So, one thing I learned about the map, I do agree with you, Liz, I think the map's pretty awful. It, you have to go up to the Gordo, like, like, a foot away from them, and then it'll actually appear on your map afterwards. Wait, so, got, we have to get closer to them? Or yes. Because so, I was right in front of them. That never happened for me. I, it, it, I noticed it later on when I was almost done with the game that there was one Gordo I didn't finish, but it, I got close enough that it said, like, oh, this is the Gordo. This is what he wants. And then I noticed he appeared on my map. But anyway, Keith, 
I didn't even notice that they that anything appeared on your map, quite honestly, because I never used it. I didn't find much value in it. I agree with Liz. Also, I don't know if it was there when I was playing originally. It might have been, but I don't actually remember ever there being a map. So, I don't know. The, it, it's it's a little bit weird, but it's not an overly big map, so it, it ends up being pretty easy to manage. But I, I don't I don't agree with what you're saying at all, Pokemon. At least it, outside of a real far stretch of certain ones are in certain areas. But outside of that, that's there's nothing like Pokemon. It's a completely I mean, different it's game. It's not like I'm more kind of comparing you it. You capture like, things, sure. I'm more comparing it of like the uh, I forget the name of it, but the one area I'm talking about, like the original Pokemon, where you would go to the park. And you never actually battle the Pokemon, but you throw rocks at them to capture them. But you're kind of like exploring an area. I don't know. It's. I mean, it's by that token, you might as well I say this it. is like Call of Duty because it's a first-person game. Like, it's, that's, a, it's, that's a real stretch. It's just like Madden because, you know, you're making plays. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, because it's in the game. <laughs> I don't know, Keith. I'm just saying what I felt. You can't, you can't say what I felt right, was wrong, know, okay? Live your own truth. Live your own truth. <laughs> But no, I mean, I, for me, I just like how simple and relaxing the game was. I do agree. And that's what I think is the best thing about this game. But something that they also added that was not in there from back when this game was, you know, 100 years old. Or I guess not 100 years old. Way to it was just exaggerate a, there. It was just a fresh baby game. But it didn't have what's now the, the slime rush attack or rush attack, whatever they call it. Uh, rush mode which yeah rush mode so this is where i think they they added something into the game that actually made it feel fresh that gives it a lot of replayability because as we discussed the storyline's not all that to be to be desired and if you max everything out there's not much more to do except just the same thing over and over again but the rush mode it starts you out with an hour on the clock which counts down and then you can complete these little side missions that you get throughout the game and inevitably add more time to your to your clock, and the goal is to just last as long as possible. Um, and they have a couple achievements tied to it as well, but just having this like quick play mode of it, you don't have to run through everything. You start out with all the power-ups, and just kind of seeing how far you could get each time made it feel fresh and interesting. Gives it a reason to go back to it, even after you've beaten it. I don't like being timed. That's a, that's a pass <laughs> for me, but it's nice that it's there for people like you guys. <laughs> I like the rush mode a lot. I thought it was a lot of fun because, uh, yeah, as Keith said, like you have all the upgrades and it's just once you play the game and you know the map, you kind of like strategize because it says like, oh, you know, you're trying to get a certain amount of money for the achievements. It's And it's actually scored so you can compare your score with your friends and, you know, challenge each other. Uh, my only complaint with the rush mode is the missions that you're getting uh, are different every time. And finally, for me to get the final achievement for rush mode, which was to get like seventy five thousand dollars in it. it. It I actually had missions that were doable. There was one time I played, and my very first mission was like, "Oh, you need to get prickled pears," which those don't exist until the very last area. And it's like, how is this my first mission? Like, I can't access that area. So it some of the missions just end up completely screwing you over, and you're not gonna win because you can't do the mission. So that was my only complaint about it. But I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah, but it's one of those things that, like, almost like a Slay the Spire or something, Liz style, is if you don't like it at the beginning, just quit, start it over, yeah. and there's nothing lost because it's five minutes. So, 
But what it's there's some misses there. But speaking of rush mode, the one thing we I think we all really agreed on and absolutely loved, the best thing about this game is the move speed. You move so fast. Gosh. And I loved it. I wish games just let you move fast. Your regular walk was pretty fast, but then your sprint is just like But I don't understand with a game like this, I feel like they should have made it so that you could always run. I never found myself in a position where I'm like, oh, I, like if I didn't have this, like I might die. Like it was never pivotal. So for me, it was just like, I felt like, why not just give it to me if it's not going to be implemented in a way that it's like, oh, if you don't, if you don't like conserve your energy or whatever. So for me, I was just like, yeah, I, I agree. It didn't take anything away from me having to do it. Cause again, the, the move speed itself is just quick enough, but that is a really good point. I, I can understand why they have the limits for the jetpack, but for sprint, yeah, it didn't feel necessary. Yeah, so you have your health meter and an energy meter, and your energy meter is both for your sprint and your jetpack. My biggest complaint is it took way too long for the energy meter to start recharging. Yes. So I thought that was just me. That irritated and, me. Yeah, and there's Every that's another I thing. I wish there was an upgrade for it. Like, oh, it reduces the, the delay on it. But – the fact that those two things share the jetpack and the dash use like the same energy. This is the only time I mostly died is I'm running and then I go to use my jetpack, not realizing I basically burned all my energy from sprinting and I end up falling off a cliff and dying. Yeah. That happened to me a handful you know, of times and it was frustrating. The funny thing is when we were playing the other night, I, was, I actually was going to literally ask you if you had had that happen to you. Cause it almost happened to me like four times. And then I was like, no, if I ask him, he's going to think I, I just died that way. And he's not going to believe me. <laughs> the only time. So I was glad you mentioned it. The only time it almost happened to me was when you were watching me play and you're like, lose your energy. And I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, you <laughs> but I think jumped. it's because like, you were watching me and I wasn't really paying attention as much. Um, but I, yeah, I never died that way. You always just like, let Andrew me. co-pilot the game for you. Yeah, Liz like, blames me when she struggles at something. She's like, it's only because you're watching. Yeah. And it's only because you I'm there to actually me. witness it. The other times you just deny it. <laughs> Sounds right. But yeah, I thought it was just odd, like the delay of it. Because as quick as this game's going and everything like that, it, it would just annoy me that it's like, I have to stand here for like five, ten seconds and wait for my energy to charge up again. So it was just a bit of a nuisance. That's Yeah, for all the little power-ups you could buy and unlock, just a, a little bit of that would have been nice. Yeah, I thought the game really lacked like more upgrades you could get for your character. You basically get all the upgrades maybe about halfway through what you're playing. And it's like, I wish there was just more. I wish it was still feeding you, you know, bigger bag size. You only have four slots. So you can only carry four different things, whether it be a food, slime, a chicken, whatever. And which you think that's not a lot. And it kind of isn't a lot. It works really well for the game. But I know we all complained about it. Why can't you upgrade your bag space? I want to have at least five, six slots or something like that. It was really kind of annoying sometimes, only having four. I mean, you go to an area and there's like one red chicken, one stone chicken. Then there's uh, a chick and a rooster. And it's like, okay, well, there's four slots right there yeah. without any slimes or anything. And so if you're trying to collect like a bunch of like different things like veggies or and you need slimes at the same time, I, I, I think they needed more. Yeah. I, so Andrew made a good point when we were playing the other night, and I hate to say this, but oh, thanks, you know, the the game doesn't require much preparation, so you essentially can just run out of your base with nothing on you. You don't need anything. There's no healing packs. There's nothing like that. You just pick up what you pick up. But that 
like to Liz's point though, is there's times you want to pick up more than four individual types of items and it's frustrating when you're stuck. Hey, I'm curious. And, and cause if I just missed it and maybe, you know, cause I know there is the, one of the gadgets you can build the refinery link, which automatically allows you to upload things to your refinery. Is there something that allows you to just send it back to your base? Yes. Like in general? Yes. Cause I mean, cause that's, I guess how they solve that problem. And at least I can say I didn't take advantage of that, so it's like kind of on me. I feel like it's a while into you playing, though. It you know, does. it took me it, a while to actually start building things, and then once you start building, like, that's a more complicated thing that you need to build other things first to get the materials. So I think at the beginning of the game is when I needed more slots the most. And it, I was just thinking, that's exactly what I was thinking as you were saying that. As I was like, wait, you know, the funny thing is, yeah, by the end of the game, I'm like, I just need to rush through and finish this. I don't care if I miss a single port. Whereas at the beginning of the game, it's like, I need every single thing that can make me money. I need every single thing that can upgrade my base. But now all that's done, so I'll just carry on. Yeah. I'm at the point in the game, too, where, yeah, I've beaten it. Like I said, there's only two achievements I don't have, and they're just a grind to get. So after you actually upgrade your gun, there's another thing you can upgrade. You can kind of upgrade your overall ranch. The company in the game is called like 7Z or something like that. And they have a rewards club. And it's literally just a money sink. That's literally the purpose of it. Every time you're upgrading it, you're just kind of getting more colors. Eventually, once you get to the 20s, you know, you get some upgrades for your, you know, health, slight upgrades for your gun. Um, but yeah, it, it's, it's just a money sink. So I'm just kind of waiting for plorts to gather and so i can sell them or wait for the market to change so the plorts are more valuable because this game does have like an active market if it gets flooded too much you know the prices of some of the plorts will go down but yeah it's just it's very really stale right now and i'm like all right which i thought like the market was kind of confusing too because there was time like it had just have a slash and it would say that the pink plorts were six which actually isn't a good price. But when I first started playing it, I thought that that meant that's like the base price, but it just meant like, oh, it was the same as yesterday. Yeah. And so there were certain things I thought like they should have explained, or maybe I just didn't read it. I think you just didn't read it. I will, because that's one thing I really liked. Well, th you didn't either then, because I asked you, and you, you said it Because was... I didn't at first, but later on when I was playing more, oh. I understood. Because I always thought eight was the base price too, because it had the same thing to me where it was just to a slash, and so... I was like, oh, it's the base price. So it confused me at first, but then when I read the thing on it, explained more. But this game does come with a encyclopedia, or they call it a slimepedia. And I actually thought it did a really good job explaining kind of some of the more interesting, more advanced stuff in the game, like how to get like advanced science material. But I was actually, I thought this game was very easy. There was never really a time I was too confused on anything. I don't know if you guys had any issues. No, not as a whole, because I don't think there was, outside of the Gordos, there was never an instance where you had to feed a, a slimy, like, super specific item. So you could just fruit, veggie, meat, one of the one of the three things, you feed them that and they're good. I did think some of them were interesting. I, I didn't read a ton of them, but they, I do like how they, they always throw in one of the classic, like, I feel like it's such a small studio thing. It's like, no one's reading this anyway, it's just somewhere smack dab in the middle of the description <laughs> on an item like, well appreciate that because you're probably right most people aren't <laughs> yeah this game had a little bit of humor here and there like uh, when you build a chicken coop it says a place to hold your chickens and to prevent them from uprising so it's like little yeah. humors here and there and then ex especially too when you upgrade your coop eventually you put like a tv station there with a news channel on it what yeah there's an upgrade you can get for your chicken coop 
Oh, it puts the news on? Yeah, it has like a TV and it has like the I news didn't on get it. That. But uh Is that when is that the upgrade from uh from the, the Quicksilver from... event? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I only built like one or two of those, and I didn't actually look at it, so that makes sense. But Liz, as uh, as the noob, were you confused at all? Not really. Uh, at the beginning, I remember asking you a lot of questions because there wasn't like a, a big tutorial or anything. I I more just like was impatient to like learn it. Um, but not really. I struggled with navigation. Like I said earlier, the map was useless. And for me, it was, like, certain areas where there's multiple tunnels. Like, I eventually, like, figured out how to get from, like, beginning to the exit. But there, whenever I went to, like, a new area, I would kind of get lost. And I would be like, I need to get back to my base. And I can't find the uh, the teleporter. And so I found it really frustrating. But, um, no, I don't think it was too hard. A uh, little fun tip. Sometimes the quickest way back to your base is to just kill yourself. Yeah, but then you lose a whole day. You lose a whole day yep. and you lose what you carry, but that's it. There's not much penalty. You don't lose any of your money. You just lose what you were carrying, and yeah, you lose a day, but that's not I mean, a big I deal. did it. I'm just, I just didn't do it very often. There, there were some times where I'm just like, eh, screw this, and I would just kill myself just to go back to base. Yeah, it happens. But yeah, at least like the gameplay, the gameplay is just very simple and relaxing. And another thing that I actually find very relaxing as well is the soundtrack of this game. And Slime Rancher overall... I thought the soundtrack was pretty solid. There was sometimes the music got a little annoying because you it's not a huge soundtrack list, but uh, for me, I know specifically, it's the Glass Desert. The Glass Desert music ended up being really annoying for me. I did not like it. And I ended up spending like a good amount of my time because that is like the last area you unlock. And there's kind of some things you got to find. There's a specific vegetable that only grows there that I was looking for a while. And I did not like the Glass Desert music. It's also really helpful to listen to the music because there are these tar slimes that if they're in the area, I mean, they will attack you and it kind of alerts you like the, the music gets ominous. So it's not essential because they're super easy to get rid of. You just splash them with some water, but I thought it was helpful. Yeah, I thought it, I thought overall it was pretty good. I think it's interesting actually, because I thought of this immediately because I had looked at, whoop, I almost started playing it. I was looking at the Slime Rancher soundtrack on spotify earlier today there's 37 tracks on that sound list wow or soundtrack list now a lot of it is like the same area listed where it's like night day late night so i guess it changes slightly based on the time of day it was probably the same song overall but it does say it's 37 songs and there's actually two different soundtracks because the second one has like the mochi manor and you know all that extra stuff added into it so that's a whole bunch more songs but I don't know. I I didn't find it offensive in any way. <laughs> I thought it was I thought it was nice. It was easy easy listening. It didn't was, bother me. I was like you described it as like offensive as like you're playing this game and the music's playing and you're just going I'm offended. This is awful. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't butt rock. That's true. I would be offended if it was said music. Uh, which speaking of which, uh, if people are ever curious as to why Keith keeps using this phrase butt rock, uh, if you go to our Twitter, Keith did find an article as to the origin <laughs> of butt rock. So Facebook clearly listens to me talking because <laughs> it sent me that link and I just thought I needed to share it with more people. Yep. So, yeah, if you want a little more clarification as to what butt rock is, just read that article. And then, of course, the thing that I think Liz loved the most is the graphics. I thought the slimes were so cute. I wanted them to jump through the screen. Um, I thought the crystal ones were just, oh, my gosh. And then the... the <laughs> 
the they water just, ones. Oh my gosh. Like that. Well, the electricity ones, I forget what they're called. The, and then the puddle guys. But yeah, I think the crystal ones were my favorite. Um, I don't I don't know why I thought they were so cute. <laughs> I mean, they jump through your TV and then just get slime all over your, your living room. And the I don't crystal ones would hurt. Room. I mean, they, they can actually hurt your character. but I mean, probably. I like the mosaic ones a lot. Yeah. But but my answer is all of my slimes were my favorite slimes. I just love them all equally. Oh, did I not see the mosaic ones? Are they in the... Yeah, they're in the glass desert. Yeah, oh. I don't think you saw them. Yeah, they're really cool. They're like, they're just, they almost look like a, uh, a, a disco ball. Yeah, they're kind of like a prism with multiple colors in them. They're cool. But uh, I was actually impressed kind of with the graphics of Slime Rancher because we've mentioned this in other games where slimes are almost in every game. Anytime you're playing like an RPG, oh, here's a slime. And then of course there's 20 different variants of this slime. So I thought it was odd that it's like, oh, here's a game. And the only thing you're capturing are slimes. So it's like, okay, this is just gonna be really tedious seeing kind of the same thing over and over again. But I thought the studio did a really good job, not only with the designs of the slimes, but also a good amount of them have like interesting personalities. Like, some of them actually kind of like stayed as a pack the way they kind of attack they you know what things they like you know they're not like crazy different it's not like oh i don't know one's a pyromaniac and burns things i think <laughs> but, it's weird that like you don't get like a pet slime that helps you or carries things for you that actually that would have been a fantastic I idea yeah like why can't I you like do... how we're just jumping back to gameplay. This is another <laughs> no, no, thing. Just like because they have like little hearts and stuff when you feed them their favorite thing, which is graphics. There's hearts, <laughs> and so like if you get them to a certain level, you could make them a pet, and maybe they have like a specialty. Like they'll, you know, I, I don't know. It's just an idea. Or if you had like a slime horse that you could ride, it would look uh, really weird, but they could have added it. Horses are it so just... sturdy. It could just be four slimes stacked on top of each other, wearing a trench coat. It could be like a caterpillar, caterpillar slime. How about that? Ooh. Either way, I actually really like that list. I, I kind of want that now. Yeah. I just want a little little pet slime to follow me around in the game. But yeah, I liked the uh, the puddle slimes. They You could only keep four within a puddle, but they were actually like bashful. So if you actually like got in the water with them, they would actually like blush a little bit, or if you put them on the ground... And it's just like, this is actually kind of interesting how they actually had these like little characteristics of these different slimes. I honestly I don't think I, I noticed any of it. Yeah. <laughs> I, so like beautiful. I noticed some of the ways they would react, like if you hadn't fed them in a while and like <clears throat> their different facial expressions and stuff. I noticed that, but I definitely noticed like their tendencies. So that is really cool. Yeah. So I, at first was nervous where I thought this was going to be something just like, oh, it's just a copy and paste of the same thing over and over again. But no, there's quite a variety to them but also though they're so cute and then you like kill them a lot you're like oh man i picked up a pink slime and then you shoot it over a cliff but they're happy with it i felt guilty every time i did it <laughs> I know. they were just so happy when you threw them they enjoyed I, it i remember when i told liz that when she's like what do i do with these slimes that i want i'm like yeah, i just launch them in the well, water they look scared when you suck them up <laughs> no they look surprised I mean, if someone just came running up to you with a vacuum gun and, and sucked you into a vacuum, you'd be a little bit surprised. <laughs> the only time they were legitimately scared is when there was a tar slime. Then they're kind of running around all scared. Well, then you Which told me at one point fault. that if you want to get rid of a bunch of slimes, just make one of them make one of them a tar slime, and then it'll eat them all. Yeah. Oh, it's also so true. Sick. I did it once, and I felt awful. <laughs> you do realize that there's infinite amount of these slimes, right? I know, I'm a wimp. 
Like, I get it when, when you get mad about a character getting killed off in a game. But these are slimes, Liz. But, yeah, I was just disappointed that there wasn't, like, more character models or anything like that. You don't really even see your character. You see you see her when you enter your house. Like, they kind of have her standing up, but, like, that's it. And, yeah, there's a little customization you can change with the color of your gun, but there wasn't a whole lot. So, luckily, they did a really good job just adding a lot of adorableness and characteristics with the slimes because, I don't know, besides that, eh. Well, I will also say too the uh, different biomes in the game were actually pretty impressive. You kind of you could figure out where you were just by looking around a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, everything was really largely different. I think it's funny actually you mentioned it just because you kind of mentioned you talked about it earlier with like the actual difficulty of the game just isn't very difficult. Like you never felt challenged, but it was cool that the environments would, while they weren't actually dangerous, do different things at least in some of them. Um, like the the glass desert where you have these little firestorms that pop up doesn't really make it more difficult but everything gets this different reddish hue and you know, it's just interesting to have events i guess and that's where you find the fire slimes it's only during that event mm-hmm. oh really yeah i don't think i got any of those so then of course the next thing i want to talk about is the achievements and overall the achievements are pretty easy i for the most part would recommend this for achievement hunters it gets a little grindy near the end, and it's not a super quick game to go through, but you can get majority of these achievements just, just by playing the game. But... You got 930 with 55 achievements. Keith, you got 670, and I came in last with uh, 365. And I didn't try at any of them, so, I mean. Yeah. But I actually think for how many hours I put in, my score isn't that great. Yeah, I think. I think to Andrew's point, if you really just want to achievement hunt it, just probably look everything up and you'll do it a lot quicker because I'm sure someone's found a way to kind of speed run through it. And I bet you could do it under 10 hours if you just had a had like a set path to do it. Yeah. Uh, the overall time to beat probably the main campaign is about 15 hours. To complete everything, you're probably looking about 35 hours. So if you want to try to get all the achievements and unlock everything, you're looking probably around there. But I thought the achievements actually did a really good job because they're they're quite diverse you have the sum where it's just doing the story you know finding the end but then there's also some that were actually kind of challenges such as like trying to hold a tar slime in front of you for three seconds or 10 seconds like that because while you're holding it, it just keeps biting you then you have like oh put a tar slime on the pedestal to show that it's the number one slime on your ranch or something like that they're kind of like goofy achievements they're very simple but i i at least like that they kind of had different variations as to what to do like uh, shooting explosive slime into the sky just in time before it explodes, and the achievement's called fireworks. So, yeah, I thought the achievements just were simple enough, but varied enough. Yeah, it gives you something different to do in the game. Like, if you didn't focus on it or didn't do any of those throughout the game, you're like, oh, I don't I want something to go back and do. Just fun things to try. I agree. So, getting to our final thoughts. Liz, would you like to go first this time? I will not. Oh, okay. <laughs> but thank you for offering. <laughs> <laughs> like that we just give it to her as an offer now. Like, you can go first? No? I okay. I the listener right. picked this game for you, so I didn't know if... I'm, I'm still thinking about my score. Oh, okay. It only feels right. So you want to change She needs score to know what we need. Go. Yeah. She needs to know what we score first. Oh, okay. <laughs> so if I, I guess I'll go first then. So I know I probably sounded really negative with this game, but I did have a lot of fun with it. I put a lot of time in it. This is something that was just really relaxing and just easy. Nothing too stressful because it's not hard. 
I wasn't getting mad at it because I died and lost super rare things. There wasn't it wasn't punishing when you died. I thought the slimes were adorable. I just wish there was more customization. Overall, I just can't wait for them to make a second one. I thought this was a very good start, and I feel like they have some really good ideas. And if they made a second Slime Rancher, I think it would be really, really good. So I'm hoping for that. But yeah, I thought the graphics were great. The gameplay is just simple and fun. It's an easy pickup. Just about anyone from any age. Like, you could give this to a very young kid, and I think they would even have fun with it. But I think it just got stale near the end. The Rush mode definitely has some gameplay to it. The new stuff that they added, the uh, Quicksilver event, like the Wilds, those are pretty fun. But it's not something like, oh, I can't wait to go back to this after playing hours of it. I think I'm going to give it just... Oh, Keith likes an adjective. I'll give it a wiggly 83 for the slimes. Ooh, wiggly. Yeah, because I like that one. Uh, which actually, Keith, when you beat the you, when you beat the game, did you see the uh, note they said like "thank you for playing" and "stay wiggly"? No, uh, I didn't. See that's that. why I was like, oh, I'm gonna make sure I say "wiggly" for my score. Nice. I like that. Thank you. Um. Yeah, I, I I liked this game top to bottom. I don't know if I sounded negative on it. I think you guys got out all the bad stuff, and oh, I definitely. just said all the good things that I liked. <laughs> I I this game was like a a weird little. I was browsing through free games years ago. I found it. I loved it then. I put it down, which I, I don't know that I even mentioned. I had gotten I think all the way up to about five minutes away from the end since the last time I played it, and I, I finally realized that when I picked it up again. So I got right to the end and never finished it. But that said, is I, I loved it when I picked it up. I'm glad that there's more to it. Sadly, it looks like from what I've seen on their site, they haven't put out any roadmap since, like, March of last year. Yeah. So it's been a while, but it did say more adventures to come. So maybe it's just a bigger update. Maybe they got slowed down by the pandemic. Who knows? Maybe they're working so on Adventure 2. Yeah, they are active on Twitter. Um, they It looks like they advertise a, a weekly party, Gordo. So if you need to know where that is, it's it's on their Twitter. Um, but I, yeah, I, just, I think it's a great game, and I would recommend it to anybody. Like you said, uh, gamers of all ages or whatever you're into, it's just a nice, relaxing game. And I'd give it a... Well, I can't give it a solid 83. A Jello-based 83? Jello-based. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That's that's the store brand of your Wiggly. <laughs> so I am going to give it an 80. I thought 80 was too high, but I mean, you guys are 83. I'm going to stay with it, I guess. Um, I especially think that's too high, because like you said, you were obsessed with this game. I was, and it really was just me hitting the wall. It, I When I hit the wall, I was in the middle hard. of playing in it, and it, like I said, it just hit me out of nowhere. I was like, I'm done. And I, I mentioned before that, like, I have, like, throughout my life, like, I had been, like, really enjoying a book, and I've gotten to the last chapter before and was like, ah, I'm good. I don't like it anymore. Like, I don't need to finish things. And so I got close to the end. I wasn't, like, right at the end or anything. You're, yeah, just about into the last area. Yeah, and I don't care. I'm not going to go back anytime soon. I might go back eventually, but, yeah, it, I really like this game. I just, like, I... I don't want to play it anymore (laughs) looking at metacritic uh 80 and 7.6 and i didn't do any quotes this week but i did want to say that i felt like a lot of people were saying that it was very addicting at first a lot of people mentioned like the first 10 hours and then it felt grindy and one person i thought explained it really well by saying that it felt like they were on a loop 
of like just doing the same things over and over again and um i think that was like the general consensus but granted you can argue that with just about any like management game like even with stardew no because with stardew you can really just tailor the day to what you want fishing mining farming foraging uh giving gifts to people trying to build up your relationships um yes, that's to true. Desert. good point thanks <laughs> 10 points for liz and a gold star so thank you so much chaos and passion for recommending this uh we did have a lot of fun with it and we uh recommend it to anyone out there but yep. that'll do it for us uh, thank you all so much for listening. If you have a game suggestion, we would love to hear it. You can email us at gamepassgrabbag at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook at gamepassgrabbag. Uh, also, there's a lot of Bethesda games coming out. Yes. And I there's a couple that we've played in the past that I absolutely loved. So maybe I know we'll I gotta to go play some. I now gotta go <laughs> back to like our previous episodes because I always write like when a game's no longer on Game Pass, but now some of them are back and it's like, oh I gotta go through our list again and try to fix some of these. But yeah, Bethesda is now officially part of the Microsoft family, so there's a whole bunch of more Go games Go check out, out the titles. Maybe recommend one of those. Yeah. But we would love to hear it. Uh, we are on Twitter, Facebook, or Twitter, GPGBpod. Check out that article Keith posted on about Butt Rock. Uh, we are also an Apex Club, Apex Legends, a Game Pass Grab Bag. Uh, also Xbox Live, Game Pass Pals. But I've been oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, I know. We haven't really used it as much. We really should. We've been wanting to do some... Uh, hopefully we get some more people on it, but I know there's a handful of people trying to challenge me for achievements, which if you are trying to beat me in achievements, <laughs> please make sure you send me a message because some people are following me, but I don't realize they're following me or that they're challenging me. And so please send me a message because then I'll add you as a friend so I can actually compare scores with you. But yeah, there's some people out there that are just trying as hard as they can to beat me. I like that you say challenging because looks to me that they've beat you pretty good the last couple months. You've nowhere to talk, Keith. Liz beat you last month. <laughs> yeah, but I'm not the one who stinks some soapbox of it. Yeah, but Liz is the new I, I am what I am. <laughs> I don't care. I am what I am. <laughs> A loser. <laughs> but no. I didn't argue Keith. that. <laughs> But yeah, so we're all over the place. Uh, please send us a recommendation or anything, or we just say hi. We love hearing from you. Uh, but I've been your hardcore gamer host, Andrew. You can find me on Xbox Live, Firebird, 0952. I'm also in touch with the same name. And I've been Keith, and I've been sliming it up this week. And I'm Liz the Noob, gamer tag, come on, I'm Dean, and I'm on Twitter, at Liz the Noob, Noob is EW. I love how I spend like 20 minutes, you know, giving all these intros, outros, and everything like that. You guys barely give anything. What do you mean? Well, should I should I advertise my new NFT business that I'm going into? Oh, you're selling NFTs? Sell, I'm going to sell out all the tokens. All of them. I still don't understand it. I'm just going to make money off it. Thank you.